Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to another episode on Anxiety Doesn't Own Me podcast. My name is Emmanuel Isaacson and I'm an anxiety coach who helps people to overcome and heal their anxiety naturally. Today's episode, what it's going to be about is about why we use or we do certain things in order for us to calm down. And these are like safety things that we have instilled so that we don't experience anxiety or when we do we have these things to help us to calm down which in a way is a good thing and also a bad thing because at the end of the day guys we don't want to rely on external things and we don't want to be reliant on anything else but ourselves because at the end of the day we want to be the person that we once was and the way we do that because Think about it this way. Whenever beforehand, whenever we didn't have anxiety, did we do these habits? Did we do these safety things in order for us to feel good? No, we didn't. So we want to get back to that point where we no longer need to use these things and that we can be reliant on ourselves and that we can give back control into our lives. And whenever we are continuously doing these things, doing these safety things, they actually are controlling us and keeping us in the same spot where we are right now because we don't feel comfortable, right? We feel scared and we are afraid of something bad happening and this helps us to feel a certain way. But the problem with that is that we are not able to get out of this cycle where we are no longer afraid. For example of, let's say, whenever we are afraid of going to the mall, example or driving whatever it is so in that case a lot of people would avoid the mall or they would avoid driving the avoidance the avoidance is there a safety is there a safety habit is the safety behavior in order not to experience a panic attack because they perceive the mall or the driving or whatever it is you can instill your own situation as a dangerous situation and panic attacks are dangerous and they avoid that completely. But what's happening is that they are being stuck. We are being stuck in that situation. And I'm guilty of being in that kind of way of avoiding certain things so that I feel much better. But we have to think about the end goal of, okay, you know what, where I want to be is going to, I want to go to be able to go to the mall. I want to be able to drive. I want to be able to fly. I want to be able to do whatever I want to, like I once did and not being able to be, not being controlled by my anxiety. So we want to, again, I I always want to reiterate that there are some good safety things in the meantime that we could do in order for us to, to make ourselves feel better. But at the same time, 
we need to move forward and stop these safety behaviors so that we can start feeling better. And some of the safety behaviors, just for you know your knowledge, is that I know a lot of people like they check their pulse. It's like they have whenever they have anxiety and they think there's something wrong with their heart. So they check their pulse. I remember I used to do that all the time. I always used to check my pulse just to make sure that everything was fine. I used to check my oxygen just to make sure everything is fine. But and that used to calm me down or going to the doctor, right? That's your safety behavior, going to the doctor. But again, at the end of the day, the doctor or the pulse, right? The checking at your pulse and checking your oxygen is not going to give you lasting relief. What is going to give you lasting relief is you. And I'm going to be talking about later on in the episode of how we're actually going to be able to do that. Now, a lot of people, like I said before, they also avoid going places or we go over things over and over again to make sure certainty Remember certainty. We are afraid of being alone. I remember I used to be terrified of being alone because I was afraid something bad is going to happen. Or people, a lot of people, a lot of us, I used to do this a lot. I used to carry water with me everywhere I used to go because I was afraid that I would get dehydrated or that I would faint. And that, and if I was, didn't have any water with with me, that was what's going to happen with me. So my water was my safety. And there's a lot of people I know they chew sour candy in order to help them calm down. Again, these are some things are good, some things are bad. But at the end of the day, our goal is to be self-reliant. That's what we want to do because everything, the reason why we do this is because, again, we feel much better with it. We feel calmer with it. But the thing is that it's making our anxiety worse because we're relying on external things. Whenever we're relying on external things, we are basically telling to the amygdala, Whenever that's happening, whenever we're doing, right, let's say we're avoiding a place or checking a pulse or, you know, afraid of being alone or carrying water with us all the time is that we are telling the amygdala guys that we are in danger. We're really informing it that we are in danger. So what that's going to do is that it's going to activate the fight and fight mode in that situation. Or let's say, for example, you didn't bring water at that time. You start freaking out because... You already informed the amygdala, hey, I need water. Hey, I need sour candy. Hey, I do. let's not go to this place. Let's not go to the mall because that place is a dangerous place. So we're informing the amygdala, like, hey, that place is dangerous. That thing is dangerous. If we don't have water, it's dangerous. We need to have water. So what's happening is that it's sending the signal to the, fight, to, to the sympathetic nervous system to activate the fight and fight mode, and we have anxiety. So that's not really helping us. Because we're always anxious. We're always anxious to make sure we have these things. To make sure, you see, making sure that we avoid these kind of places. I know a lot of people that I deal with, there's certain places, if they pass by it, they start having a panic attack because they originated, the first panic attack happened there. So they avoid that place and they're always thinking about it. And that's stressing you out even more. They're just thinking about it just to avoid the place. So that's not really helping. The safety behaviors that we're doing is not really benefiting us and it's not really helping us in calming down our anxiety and it's actually making it worse. Now, we need to be self-reliant. We need to get to that point that we no longer experience anxiety. Like today, I don't avoid situations. Like I don't carry water with me 24-7. I'm not afraid of being alone. I don't longer check my pulse. Because, again, I I developed myself and I worked on myself and I healed myself so that I feel much better. So that I am not reliant on anything external but myself. That's what we need to get to. And, of course, that's not an easy thing. It's definitely a – it's hard. 
It definitely is a hard thing, but it's possible, guys. It's possible if we take one step at a time. We may feel uncomfortable doing certain things. We are going to feel uncomfortable to do certain things, like, for example, to stop avoiding going places. So what we could do, let's take that example, right? How we're going to be more self-reliant is that instead of avoiding the place, say, you know what? I'm afraid of driving. That's my fear. Every time I go in the car, I start having a panic attack. I start freaking out. So what can I do in order for me to get to that point where I can drive normally, where I can drive like I used to? So what we could do is every single day, take it step by step. We're going to get into the car the first day and we're going to use exposure therapy. We're going to tell ourselves the car is a safe place. The car is a, this is my safe place. Not my house, not outside, I'm not outside the car over here. This is a safe place. This is called exposure therapy. And every single day we are going to do that. And we're not going to look at the, we're not going to look at, okay, how much longer do I need to be in this car? No, no, no. We are going to be there at that moment and tell ourselves everything is fine. Because again, you're rewiring the amygdala whenever we're doing that. So we want to use that safety behavior more than the avoiding safety behavior. Because again, avoiding one makes our anxiety worse. And that's giving control to the anxiety. And we're really not in control. We are reliant on something else. So we need to be self-reliant and telling ourselves, hey, amygdala, the car is a safe place. Just like our house is a safe place, so too this place is a safe place. You have nothing to worry about. Don't freak out or anything like that. This is a safe place. And you know what? It's okay if you want to activate the fight and fight mode. I definitely understand. So let's activate it. And I'm going to activate it like, hey, sympathetic nervous system activate the fight and fight mode. I want to feel my anxiety because at the end of the day, anxiety is not a dangerous thing. Now, also a lot of us, right? Say for example, is that we're afraid of being alone. So we always need to be with somebody. And the moment we're alone, I remember this, the moment I was alone, I would freak out. I would call people. I would like, okay, work. What can I do so that I shouldn't be alone? I would literally freak out every single time. But you see, I'm always relying on somebody else on something external and I had to rely on myself. So what I did is I talked to myself and say, hey, Manuel, being alone is doesn't mean you are going to fate. It doesn't mean A, B, and C is going to happen. It actually means you are safe and it's okay to be alone. It's okay because at the end of the day, we want to be like the way we used to be. And back in the day, you weren't afraid of being alone. So right now we are not. It's okay to feel anxiety. There's nothing wrong with it. But at the end of the day, it's okay to be alone. So you see, guys, I'm talking back to the anxiety. I'm not listening to the anxiety. I stop listening to the anxiety. I'm talking back to it. Let's say for another example, carrying water, right? We, I used to carry water with me all the time. And again, guys, you can, you can, you know, whatever you have, the safety behavior that you have, you can realize, okay, I'm doing this safety behavior because of my anxiety because I don't want to feel uncomfortable because I don't want to experience a panic attack or whatever it is. And you have to, we have to work towards, you're going to feel uncomfortable, but at the end of the day, after that uncomfortableness, you start feeling comfortable again. Always have that in your mind. So let's say for example, with me carrying water, right? I used to carry with me water all the time. I'm like, okay, you know what, Emmanuel? Today, today I'm going out for an hour, an hour. I am not going to take my water with me. And I would freak out the entire time. I'm thinking about, okay, I need my water. Like, man, what if you faint? What if you're getting dehydrated? Like, oh my God, you might get a, you know, a lot of thoughts used to come in. I'm not going to tell you exactly what the thoughts are because I don't want to create more anxiety for you guys. But I used to have a lot of intrusive thoughts about it. 
And every single time I wouldn't take my water, this would happen with me. So I would have to talk back and say, you know what? No, I'm accepting that if I do get dehydrated, it's okay. Nothing bad is going to happen to me. I am safe. It doesn't mean that I don't have water with me that I'm going to dehydrate. I literally just left the house five minutes ago and I literally just drink water. And I tell myself, I tell myself, the body can last without water for a few days. I don't know how many days exactly, but it can last without water for a few days. So you're fine. You just drink water. You are fine. So I would tell myself, I see, I would show the proof that everything is okay, that I don't need the water in order for me to be okay because I'm tired of I tell myself, I'm tired of relying on external things. And every time I would, let's say when I go to the store, I would see the water bottle. I'm like, no, no, you're not going to buy it right now. Because when you get home, then you're going to drink the water because you are okay outside. Because before and before the anxiety, you never used to carry the water. So everything was fine then. So everything is fine right now. And the anxiety is just manipulating us. And it's tricking us into believing that something worse is going to happen. Because again, each job is there to protect us. That is his job. And it's afraid. So we need to rewire the amygdala. We need to rewire the anxiety to know, hey, listen, this is a safe situation. It's not a dangerous situation. But as you see, guys, as you see, guys, the safety behaviors that we have is not benefiting us at the end of the day. It's not helping us at the end of the day. It's making our anxiety worse. It may make you feel better at the moment, short term, and it may make you feel calmer short term, but long term, it's making your anxiety worse because again, you're always straightening the amygdala, straightening the anxiety and informing that that if we don't have, if we don't do these safety things, and if we don't avoid certain places, if we don't carry water, right, from my with my example, we don't check our pulse, and there's something wrong. If we don't go to the doctor, that there's something wrong. You understand? So every time we do that, we're strengthening the anxiety. We're strengthening the amygdala. But at the end of the day, guys, at the end of the day, we need to be reliant on ourselves. And the way we do that is making ourselves a little bit uncomfortable and talking back to our anxiety and calming it down so that we can be reliant on ourselves. If you did like this episode, please click the like button and leave a five-star review. The reason why I ask is because this way we're able to reach more people. And the more people that we can actually reach, the more people that we can actually help. Because my mission in this world, my purpose is to help people to overcome and heal their anxiety naturally. And show them that it's possible to overcome. Thank you guys. Take care. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Come